so Moore's little ditty that she can't blow on anything without whistling. I'm sorry, what now? Now that she can whistle? Yeah. Have you caught this at all? Mommy, I can't blow on it to make it cold because every time I blow, I just whistle. No, I have not, but mm -hmm. that's hilarious. Uh-huh. So we made oatmeal. I don't know why we made hot oatmeal, but she's like, Mom, look. I can't blow on it without I'm like, baby, yes, you can. Just So we have to work on just, Mommy, I just can't. I just, I just whistle all the time now. I just whistle all the time. Kids are awesome. Yep. Yeah. So that's her deal right now. Kids say the funniest things. Mm. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're very pleased to have you with us. Um, today. Yes, today. We are going to talk about... The fact that it's not about you, otherwise known as yeah. selfish Christianity, um, mm. but we're not going to put that in the title. No, nobody because no it. one will click on it. <laughs> so we're going Are with they the. Are going to click on it's not about you? Maybe. Hopefully. Well, we if should... you're watching this, obviously you did. We should A B test this. Mm. Post half with it's not about you and half with selfish Christianity. Hmm. Um, yeah, so this one could be a doozy. Hopefully it won't be, but it might Hopefully be. Hopefully it's not a doozy for you because yeah, for then... you. If it's not for you, it's fine. But if it is, take it. Why do I feel like as encouragement? Why do I feel like if you think it's not for you, it's probably for you? <laughs> what he said. We need props that way. I could hold up a nail and take a hammer and doop. Mm. Hammer nail. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to just dive right into this one for yeah. fun. Um, was that a dive? I don't know okay. what it was. All right. Uh, we, I don't want to say we talk about this a lot, but we kind of do. It, come, it comes up and we, we just talk it, a lot. And we it talk comes a lot. a lot up in conversation. If you've listened to the last, I don't know, six episodes where we've gone well over time, yeah, we talk a lot. Mm. It isn't about you, man. I'm sorry. It's not. It's just not about you. I know you want to think it is, but it's not. No. Now, you're probably wondering what the heck does he mean by this? And he's going to let you know. No, that is exactly what I mean. It's not about you. It's not. Chill out, man. You're... It's not about us either. No, so no, you know, it's not. It's not about us either. Uh-uh. No. It... Christianity is a, a funny thing. Because as humans, we are incredibly selfish and self-centered. Mm, and self-focused and self-involved and... It's all me, me, me all mm. the time. Um, don't get me started on social media and selfies and that whole thing. But if you want to understand where I'm going, just think about that image mm. of going anywhere and not running into someone taking a picture of themselves for themselves. Because... Unless you're a handful of super famous people, 
No one's looking at your photo and clicking like because no one cares because it's not about you. Um, how that applies to Christianity, though, is we are called to be the body of Christ, mm -hmm. right? We are called to be a family, to be unified, unified to, to worship together, mm -hmm. that there's power, not in one, but in two, mm -hmm. right? If one can put a thousand to flight, two can put 10,000 to flight. So many of the parables, so much of the New Testament, it's all talking about essentially- Assembling together. Yes, the community of mm -hmm. the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And what we see happen so often is people, I don't know if they don't understand that, if they can't grasp that. Or if they're so self-focused. That they overlook it all. But, you know, all you have to do is walk into any of your churches. And it, if you want to test this out, go sit in somebody's seat. Right? Like... That is a that that trope is played out countless times. It's been preached in probably every single one of your pulpits at some point. But I'm telling you, go sit in somebody's seat. See how well they deal with that. Mm -hmm. Some may deal with it better than others, yeah. but everybody's gonna have a head tilt. It, it we are supposed to be the body of Christ. We mm -hmm. are called to be, to worship one with another, mm -hmm. right? And, you know, we're like, again, we're joint members of a body working yeah. together. And, you know, it, it's that simple illustration of if you lose your hand, the rest of your entire body needs to make up. When we were created, you lose, I mean, heck, you get a cut. You got a cut on your thumb. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do anything. He, he, he could barely work for a week just because of what he does. I mean, it was a pretty severe cut, but he got a cut on his thumb right here. Not the whole thing. He didn't lose a thumb. It didn't come off. He just got a cut on his thumb. Yeah. And it made work difficult for you for an entire week. Yeah. It, every part is needed in the body. Yes. Right? Every aspect is needed. And, you know, I'm in charge of ministry helps at our church, mm -hmm. right? So uh, I get the wonderful task of managing all of the people and personalities to get everything done within the facility <laughs> uh, and during services. And it's wonderful and I love it. <laughs> um, but man, it's tough. If you have four ushers, they're supposed to be on duty mm -hmm. and one doesn't show up. It adds a whole lot. It it adds to more workload else. to everybody else. Maybe, you know, it, it's harder to deal with offering or managing people or a whole number of things, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's challenging and, you know, that, that's not exactly the, the main focus of what we wanna talk about today. But when you're walking out your Christianity, mm -hmm. and we hear this a lot that, you know, I'm not plugged into a local church because of whatever excuse you have. A, B, C, D, um, F, G. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm out here like I'm on my own. I worship at home and I do all these things. My relationship is just with Jesus. Is, I don't yes, need a church. I and, and again, okay, sure, whatever. Um, but 
if it's just you, if you're just on that island by yourself, you have no one to help you build you up. Mm-hmm. You can't build anybody up. Mm-hmm. You can't pray for someone. Someone can't pray for you. Well, to be honest, like, you're, you're biblically out of line. Yeah, and you're on your own. Yes. Right? So when we start talking about selfish Christianity, the other aspect that really comes into play, the other part that, that I want to touch on is, you know, what do you what are you in it for? Yeah. And I, I wanted to, to, to segue into this a little bit longer just to soften the blow. Um, but whatever. What do you, what are you in it for? Why are, why are you coming to church? Why are you doing what you're doing mm-hmm. when it comes to your relationship with God? Because we used to do this in youth group. Right. Um, anytime you went around the table or around the room or whatever, you ask somebody to pray. Mm-hmm. You say, "Hey, can you get up and 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 pray?" Mm-hmm. And don't ask for anything. Ah. Uh. You want to have fun? Go do a prayer meeting. Ask. Give someone a microphone. Ask them to pray, and tell them not to ask for anything. And see what you can do. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because when you're when you're praying, so many people, it's, oh, Lord, thank you for, for my new car. Thank you that, hmm, I'm really going to mess with you. Thank you that my kids come back. Hmm. Thank you that, you know, oh, Lord, would you please bless me with this? Would you please? It, how often? It's central focus. How often is your relationship with God focused on you? Instead of him. Instead of him, instead of the body, instead of the community, mm-hmm. right? And there's there is a ton of I'll come to church when I can, yeah. When it suits me, yeah. When it fits my schedule. Heck, we talked about we this. We talked this two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? I can only come to church on Sundays because on Wednesdays, you know, I'm I work so till five o'clock at night. And I have to drive 20 minutes to my house, and then I have to eat dinner, and then like just, another just, 20 just minutes to church. Um, I can't even, you know, watch church online when it's on because, you know, I got other stuff to do, or there's a game on, or there's something going on. I can catch it later. Mm. So many people are only focused on God when it's. On their time, when, yeah, when it their terms, Fits their, their schedule, schedule, right? It is all me, 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 mm-hmm. opposed to him, 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 him. Yeah. Right? Like, we had a great, or not we, um, one of our guys had this cool, real-life practical testimony a couple weeks ago, right? He was driving to work. He works out of town. He's driving down the highway. Mm. The Lord spoke to him mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, get off the highway." He needed the yeah, whatever. Mm. I- initially, right, as we all do. Right. Like I'm not hearing from God, and then he kind of pulled over, had a moment, mm-hmm. and went, "Okay, I'm gonna listen." Yeah. Pulled off, massive accident. People mm. were stuck in it for four hours on the stinking highway. Yes. Right. Yeah. He got to work. He wasn't stuck on the highway. Mm-hmm. All of those good things. Yeah. Right. 
simple little thing. Yeah. Right? Where he fo- he wasn't just focused on him. Right. Because if he was just focused on him and his plan, he would have just kept driving. Because really, naturally speaking, just driving straight on the highway would get him to work a whole lot quicker yeah. than going and off. Yeah, way more sense. And w- yes, and make way more sense than getting off at an exit that has nothing to do with the direction he's going. Yeah. So, you know, again, th- this sounds dumb and you're probably going, well, that doesn't make sense. Why, why are you even using this example? But he followed God's timeline mm-hmm. that morning. He was listening to the Holy Spirit, and he was not so centrally focused that he had tuned out. On him and what he had to do that yeah. day. Right? Like, it, it seems simple, and it seems simplistic, mm-hmm. but it's such a huge part, right? If we could, as a body, come together, mm-hmm. my gosh, <laughs> if we had less selfish Christians right. in our churches. Yeah. Think how much more powerful our churches could be. And how much more we could get done. You know, and I always come back to this. This is, we were created on purpose for a purpose for such a time as this, mm-hmm. right? You know, we struggled with having kids. One of the scriptures, I mean, we stood on a ton of scriptures was, was um, that, you know, our kids, God already knew our kids because they were created before they were formed. And before they were formed in my womb, they were set apart, right? And the reason being is, that was one of the things I held on to. My kids, God already knew them and they were already created. We were just waiting to have them, but they were already created on a purpose. They were not created on purpose for us. They were created on purpose for our God. And that stems from each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. Each and every one of us was created by our creator. And he didn't create us solely. I mean, obviously, he wants to give us the desires of our heart. That is in the Bible. But he didn't create us strictly to be able to do what we want, when we want, how we want. But he created us to fulfill his calling, his plan, his purpose, his timeline. And he has got more for us than we can ever imagine. But he created us to do for him. Seek, and again, we talked about this, again, simple scripture, but seek first the kingdom of God and then we shall have all these things, right? He wants us to have everything, but he is looking for us, our main focus to be on him. Mm-hmm. It's a simple little thing. He wants us to seek him first. He wants us to put him first. He wants us to have him. I mean, he, he created us. We would not be here without him. So really, is that too much to ask? I do not think so. But so many people want to come to church or come to church on their timeline, on their schedule, because and because they want something from God. Okay, well, God, I need this. So, you know, let's hurry up. When are you going to get it to me? Um, And we watch it time and time and time again. And they want all these things from God. But what are they doing for him? We talked a little bit. And again, Mm -hmm. we should totally do a full one on this. Mm -hmm. But we talked about investment. Mm-hmm. Right? What are you doing to invest in your relationship with God? What are you it, it, giving it, Him? Like, we were not called to be takers. We're called to be givers. Well, when we start looking at a marriage, mm-hmm. for example, right. right? If our marriage is, if one of us is significantly more selfish than the other, that would not be cool. That's not going to go over well. No. No matter who it is. No. And even if it's something silly, as in, I want to eat steak every night. 
because why not? Now, this is a terrible example because you also love steak. But right. pretend for this example that you did not love steak right. and you wanted to eat salmon. I like salmon too, but yeah, fair right? enough, yeah. If you decide you want to eat salmon every night, mm -hmm. and I want to decide that I want to eat steak every night, are we cooking two meals every night? Are we compromising? Are we work? Why are we not working together? Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, could we cook separate meals every night? Totally. Be full, full. But cook. it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's a lot of work. We're in the kitchen side by side, both over the stove. You're flipping, you know, lemon. Something. I'm baking the salmon. Bake. It's in this the oven. This is why we wouldn't do this because I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, You'd be out in the barbecue. Yeah, this is a terrible example. <laughs> <laughs> it, it It's something where being selfish sucks. And I guarantee you, you have a friend who's in a relationship that's kind of like this. Mm. Where one person does whatever they want. Yeah. And for lack of a better term, completely disregards the person they're, that they're married to in a relationship to whatever, whatever, however you want to call it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because they're selfish and they're doing what they want, mm -hmm. right? There are and the other person's just supposed to accept it. Yeah. God is an incredibly selfish God. He wants you to worship him. He created us. Exactly. Yeah. If you live the majority of your walk with God trying to quote unquote take right right just trying to see what you can get out of this mm -hmm. now you can get healing you can get redemption you can get you can get a lot of things mm -hmm. and it's fantastic mm -hmm. but if you're going to sit there and just ask and, and and continually be thinking about yourself yep you're not going to get real far. It's not going to, you're not going to see the blessings, right? Mm -hmm. If, if, if all you're doing is showing up, hopefully to church and complaining about somebody took a parking spot, somebody took your seat or somebody didn't say hi to me or somebody didn't say bye to me. I don't like what pastor me. said. I feel like he or, was singling me out. Mm. And like, I don't think we've once in what are or like episode 25 now mm -hmm. and if you really want you can check my notes um not once have i or have we singled someone out and oh, said no. you know we're gonna we're gonna do this one for them because they need to hear this never right never it's never about you no right no, right now to flip that if you come to church expecting Mm -hmm. Not demanding, right? But expecting is a different heart condition. It, abs yeah, if you that's come it. In expecting mm -hmm. for a word from God, you're gonna get it, right? I I have, and again, I've been in church a long time. I have zero patience for someone who sits in a sits in a row, sits in a pew, kind of does a little bit of this after service mm. goes. I've heard this before. I got nothing out of this. Hmm. You weren't trying. 
That's you, you being that's yeah. you being selfish. That is your rocky ground, your rocky heart condition yeah. coming in and um, not being prepared to receive anything. Yeah. Already making the decision that there's you've already made the decision that there's nothing for you before you've even gotten there. There I I've heard I've heard Ed Cole stories mm-hmm. hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. I've heard Doc Barkley stories yep. hundreds of times. Yep. I've heard our pastor's stories way more times than that. <laughs> I lived half those stories. Um, you can get something out of everything. Yeah. But when you're being selfish, when you're just thinking about you, mm. you're going to miss all these things. You're going to miss what God has for you. You know, there, there's, there's a really, really cool song that I like. Um, I think it's by Cody Kearns, maybe, something like that. Sure. Um, but it's, it's Use Me, Send Me, something like it. I can't remember exactly mm, what it okay. is. Um, but it's a fantastic song. And it's, it's something that I think of this kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, because we deal with this kind of stuff a lot. Right? right? Even in our own lives, in our own walk. Oh, absolutely. Right? But we if, continually need to tweak. Of course. But if you're sitting back and you're thinking of what you can do for God, right? Mm-hmm. He's gonna send you somewhere you don't or use you in a way you don't think you should be used. Yeah. Use you in a way you don't want to be used. Because it's going to be his way. Well, and and it, there's a difference from God use me for this. Mm-hmm. Versus God I'm yours. How do you want to use me? And I think one of the things also that comes in, you know, and I don't know why, but this came to me the other day. Mm-hmm. In God's eyes, there is no difference. If if God has chosen you, right, well, God's chosen everybody, and we all have our particular purpose, and I'm dead certain on that. Um, God created you for a purpose. Some people's purpose is, you know, to preach to thousands and to um, preach to nations. Others are called in remote areas where they may only touch a few lives. But in God's eyes, that person who's only touching a few lives, but they went where they were sent to do what they were called to do and created for, there is no less value in what they did versus the one that was called to preach to nations. And I think so often we, we miss that. We don't we think that, oh, well, we need to do this. It doesn't yeah. matter what we think we need to do. What we need to do is do what God has called us and told us to do. And in his eyes, nothing is too big or small. And, you know, I, another one I always come back to is his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We literally cannot think like God. We don't know why he's doing what he's doing. Yep. And when we try to figure out and analyze what he's doing, our mind is gonna fall short because it literally cannot comprehend the power, the depth, the breadth of who our God is and what he expects of us, right? So 
we need to stop looking at our lives as our lives because they're not. Our lives are His. You know, the Bible says that our footsteps are ordered by the Lord. He's ordered our footsteps. He has planned them carefully. They were planned and prepared before the foundation of this earth. Mm-hmm. Your footsteps, that's how much thought God has put into your life. Yeah. That your footsteps were ordered by the Lord before you were born, before you were created, before you were even known about on this earth by your mother and your father. Your footsteps were ordered. Your entire life was created. And His plan and His purpose is perfection for you. So why do you think that you can go take your own footsteps? Why do you think that it's okay for you to go down your own path? And why do you think that your path is going to lead you someplace better? than the path that God is leading you down. And that's what we see so often is so many people, they want to put aside the the purpose of what God called them for. They want to take their eyes off of God and they want to put their eyes on themselves in their own life and they want to direct themselves down their own path. And they're leading themselves astray. Mm-hmm. But they are being so centrally focused. They are being so selfish because they they are looking, you know, this far in front. And they see, well, you know what? If I go down this path, this is this is right here for me, and that is, that's what I want. But they don't realize they can't see past that and realize that they are going off the beaten path. They are going away from God's plan for their life. God can see five years down the road. You can't. You can't see five days down the road. But you you want to be able to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, focused on yourself without taking into consideration what it is God has planned and prepared for you. So through all this, right, we are created. You have a purpose and I have a purpose. You have a purpose. God knows our future as well as he knows our past. He also knows if we're going to follow our footsteps or Mm -hmm. his. But we need to stop being selfish because our selfishness is hindering what God is trying to do. And if you take a moment to sit back and kind of comprehend all that, why would, I mean, I don't know about you, when I do my own thing, I screw up. I remember one time and I was just praying about some stuff and just having, I don't know, life was kind of going wild, Um, nothing bad. But, you know, one thing the Lord said to me one day, he goes, will you stop learning from your mistakes and stop and start learning from me? I was kind of like, oh my goodness. And I realized that there were things that I was doing because I wanted to do it instead, as opposed to consulting God on it. And realizing that if, you know, I would take a moment and be like, okay, this isn't about me. This is about him. Lord, you are all knowing, you know, all things. Can you help me out here? And I took the time to seek him and ask him and make it not about me, but continue to make my life about him. There's Mm -hmm. things that I could have probably avoided. And you know, there's probably times God was trying to tell me, hey, look, daughter of mine, can you hear me? Can you stop this now? And I disregard it. And you know, I, I have to, when I realize it, I do ask for forgiveness, but if this isn't something we try to fix and correct in our life and we then guess what? That voice of his is going to be weaker and weaker. And we're going to continue down that path that is led by selfishness and not led by him. And that path, I don't know where it wants to. I don't, I don't want to know where that path leads because if, my, if he's already ordered footsteps for me, I want this life of mine to be about him and not about myself. 
because what he has for us far exceeds yeah. what we think works for us. Well, again, it's, it, it's there, there are so many little sayings, right, that fit this. Mm -hmm. You can't push a string. Right. Right. Can't lead a horse to water. Mm. Um, you can't. You you can't blaze your own path. Not supposed like, like, to. It, it's the thing I continually come back to is, is it your way or his? Yeah. Right. And so often, I hear the excuse or the saying from from somebody of. Well, I wanted to do this. Well, the Lord told me. And I'm not trying to say the Lord doesn't speak to you. Right. But when nobody else is hearing that for you. And when it doesn't line up with the word of God. You heard it for you. Yes. And it becomes an excuse. And I don't want to say you made it up, but you probably made it up. You need to be careful. Like, I, I get so frustrated and not because it affects me. I get frustrated because I watch people and have for 30 something years. Mm -hmm. I've watched people shoot themselves in the foot. Walk reg into it, yeah. Regress their life. Mm -hmm. Regress their progress. Mm -hmm. Destroy their lives. And their families. Because they're just being selfish. They're just thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And, man, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to watch. It really is. Because, and, and man, I get it. Because, like, I fight it, too. We all do. Right? But we fight it. That's the key. We fight it. We fight it. We get into the We've, word. Yes. We, we work on it. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's something where... If you're in it for the right reasons, mm -hmm. right? If you're sitting down and doing the Lord use me. Yeah. Change me, fix me, correct me. Then he will. Mm-hmm. Right? What's your heart? But when it's the constant me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to get stuck or worse, you're going to get pulled away. Because the second you flip from Lord, use me mm -hmm. into I want this, I need this, I deserve this, Ooh, I, deserve I this should have this. Yes. You know who hears that too? Because God hears it. But somebody Ooh. else. But some. Mm. Hi. Sorry. No, no, please. But somebody <laughs> But somebody else hears it too. So you know what they can do? Mm. Here's my, we should, I should have pulled out the silver platter. That oh my gosh. Here's my platter with that little thing that you want. Right here. That you feel you deserve. Yeah. It's right here. Let me serve it up to you. Mm. Right? So. And he wraps it up all pretty. So we see this. He doesn't show you the inside. We see this all the time. And again, I'm going to get real real for a minute and send the hate mail my way. No problem. Um, just sign it so I know who you are. Um, I have seen this more times than I can count. 
in relationships with good Christian people Hmm. who want so badly to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. And again, we've talked relationships a ton, but they want so badly because, and again, this sounds wrong, but because they're selfish. They refuse to wait for God to move Mm -hmm. for them. Yeah. So they go out and they find someone. Yeah. They don't let God bring them someone. Yeah. They go out and find someone. Mm. And then you want to know the number of times that I've seen someone go out, find somebody because they just wanted it so bad. Mm -hmm. The number of times that those people have stayed in church. And I don't mean stayed in a church. I know. Or stayed in our church. Yeah. I mean any church. Yeah. Stayed hooked up at all. Yeah. It is zero. Yeah. I don't have a single story. I wish I did. I don't have a single story of someone who went out searching for a relationship because they wanted it so bad and they refused to wait on God. They were so selfish with what they wanted. Because you said, you alluded to it. God is really good at what he does. Mm -hmm. He is all powerful. And when you seek after him, you know, and you turn from your wicked ways. Yeah. um, He has so much to offer. It's a lot of work. Kind of. But it is worth it. But you want to know who else is really good at his job? The enemy. Yeah. And the weaker you get and the more selfish you get, it's easier for the enemy to come in because when you're so self-focused and you're so inwardly focused, you are much more easily deceived. Because a lot of times when you're selfishly focused, you're not taking that time to be in the Word. You're not taking that time to be in worship because that's not about you. Yep. Reading the Word and being in praise and worship, going to church, it is not about you. It is about Him. But the more selfish you get, you don't think the enemy is watching, and he can take these things and he can dangle things in front of you. And it looks good and it looks pretty, but he's feeding those selfish, lustful desires. And when you are so inwardly focused Mm -hmm. on yourself and not focused on God, you take the bait. And it's a dangerous place to be. I've seen people pulled out of spirit-filled, tongue-talking, Bible-focused churches. With strong foundations themselves. I've seen them pulled out because the pastor wouldn't use them Uh, in praise and worship or in children's church or in whatever leadership capacity they felt they deserved. And they, I've seen, I've seen both extents, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen them go to, with all due respect, a flaky church mm-hmm. that feeds them and gives them caters what they them want. caters to their you know I want I need desire I've also seen them tumble out of church real fast yep and fall away from God completely yep 
And the 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 worst part about it is you know who they blame for that? God and the pastor? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. They don't ever... Selfish people or the, the spirit of selfishness or whatever you want to call it, they're not self-aware. Yeah. For someone who's so incredibly focused on themselves, they're not self-aware at all. They have no idea what yeah. they're doing to themselves, mm-hmm. to their friends, to their neighbors, to the people that watch them. Yep. And you want to start talking about being, and I know we got to wrap this up, but yep. you want to start talking about being a good example. The people who are typically operating in this selfish Christianity size are the ones who wear the plaques. Oh. Everywhere they go, I'm a Christian. I'm better than you because I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. You should be a Christian too because I'm awesome. Yeah. Those are the ones that go around f- flying that flag and making everybody else look bad. Because everybody looks at you and goes, man, that dude's self-absorbed. Yeah. Man, she's into herself. It's, it is terrible to see because not only do you shoot yourself in the foot when you are, when you act that way, when all you're doing is focusing on you, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're not allowing God to move in your life. You are not your own. You were bought and prayed for by a very severe price. Jesus Christ died on the cross. If you don't know the story, go read it. And if you forgot it, or if you haven't read it in a while, read it. But Jesus Christ went through hell. Yes. For you. For you. For your life. You are not your own. You were bought for a severe price. And you were created not to be your own, but you were created as his. With, as I said earlier, you were created on purpose for a purpose. But you were created to carry out his work and his plan. And none of that is self has any bit of selfishness in it. Mm-hmm. And if you continue on a path, and again, all, all, all of this we do, not because we want to harp on you, not because we want to give you a hard time, not because we want to tell you you're failing, but because we want to call it out. We see so many people failing all the time, and we know that they are heading for destruction. They are destroying their lives, and we know that God has so much more for them, and that's what we want for you. We want what God has for you, and the only way to find out what God has for you, A, it is a daily life living for Him, Mm -hmm. and it is, it's not a selfish life, it is a daily life living for Him, and it is growing in your walk with Him. It is knowing Him deeper every day, Mm -hmm. and we want so much for that to be a part of your life, because your footsteps were ordered by him and his way is perfect. He is the way, the truth, and the light, right? And his ways are perfect. He has a future and a hope for you. Jesus came to give you life and life more abundantly. So exceedingly abundantly above all that you would ask or think, that's what he wants for you. And all he asks is for your heart to serve him, to worship him, and to seek him first. Mm -hmm. He really doesn't ask a lot. 
but so often we be so many people become so self-absorbed and so focused that they take their eye off of him and they put it on what they want how they want it when they want it and they are ultimately leading on the path to destruction and we don't want that we're tired of seeing it and not everybody's going to hear i mean some some of you are going to think we're on a soapbox with a lot of this stuff she is but it's more of an apple box just to get her to this just to, this, so, this yeah, height. Mm-hmm. But the reason we do this is because we don't want people to continue fall off. We want... We are trying to be encouraging. We are trying to be encouraging. This is just how we do it. And if you know us in real life, you know this is exactly how we do it. We are not the lovey-dovey. Oh my gosh, you'll be okay. Um, No, I'm the get back up. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Fight! I don't know who I am. I'm sorry. But no... I love the callback to like... Five episodes. It, it's about, you know, again. He, Make it about him and see where you get. Well, he says it, it Jesus says it in Matthew, right? Okay. The first will be last, the last will be first. Mm. So what you should pull out of that, mm. if you haven't figured this out, humility. Ah, uh, yeah. Right? Be a servant. Yes. Be a servant for him. Be a soldier for him. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. It's so easy to think that and to be self-absorbed and to go down that vein. But it's not about you. It's about how you can further the kingdom. Yeah. How we can further the kingdom. Together as a body of Christ. Yeah. Every time we talk about anything, it's always about what can we do together. Mm-hmm. JFK had a great quote. He stole it from the Bible. That's okay. He was a good Catholic. Um, maybe. I don't know. Um, but it is. Don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That is Christianity in a pocket. Mm. Right? Wrapped up. It's not yeah. what God can do for you, even though he'll do everything for you. It's what you can do for him. Yeah. How can you help further his message, his cause, etc. And to, to, to go back to what we talked about earlier, if you're being selfish, people see that and it's going to turn them off. You have such and a great you're example. You're not going to be able to do what God has no. called you to do. We have such a great opportunity to go out and reach the lost and set a good example and, and show the love of Christ or God through our actions. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if you're being selfish. No. So chill out on the selfish Christianity. um, Because it's it's not not about about you. you. (laughs) Oh, we even timed it up. All right. Thank you so much for joining. We're going to wrap it there because this is now almost one of our longest ones. Um, Which I would have thought it would have been shorter. Uh, But again, she was on an Apple box. What are you going to do? Thank you so much for joining us. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us uh, again at the Matt and Fiona Show on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Threads, uh, all the all the socials that we use. Um, you at some point should be able to visit the website whenever I finish it. Uh, but that's all the time we have for this episode. We'll catch you next week, and uh, look forward to hearing from you. See ya. All right, bye now.